0: all right here we are with episode 106 of the florida trail runners podcast and this time we are heading up to new york for the great New York Exposition 100 miler, TGNY. And on this chat, we've got Mark Kudek, Luis Coco, Amy Ray, and Diane Romero Lopez. And this chat, okay, so this chat is hilarious. But you do really get to hear about this New York adventure. From all the parks, the bridges, you know, the wildlife and the wild life. A few F-bombs and some other crazy stories. And for the TGNY, for those who don't know, this is an urban ultra that starts at Times Square and goes through Manhattan, the Hudson Bridge, the Bronx, Queens, Rockaway Beach, Coney Island. Like this is quite literally a hundred mile foot tour of New York City. And for Mark, Lewis, Amy Ray, and Diane, they all got those belt buckles this year. And hey, with that, let's kick it off with some stories from the TGNY. And we're
1: live from Randall's Island, me and the Banana Champ. Hanging tough here at mile thirty almost
2: thirty-six.
1: Almost thirty-six. Almost thirty-six and it's a gorgeous day. Can't complain. We're walking along around this Island and just uh we're just enjoying the breeze. It's a delicious breeze. delicious Anyway, we figured we'd check in, you know, give a little proof of life video. And uh We'll be on our way. You got anything to add? Shaka shaka. That's it. it. All right. Have a good one. We'll catch up. (laughs)
0: just an fyi before we begin you know here is your warning you know the following episode contains explicit language and stories you know that it may not be appropriate for children so hey there's your warning hey hello (laughs)
3: hello mark
1: how are you guys
3: what's up joe past my bedtime so we need to get me <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think i'm connected
0: you're connected
2: here you are
0: <laughs> I was about to say, cause I only, I think I've only known you as Amy's banana suit. Not oh Amy's, banana suit, Amy, Amy's banana suit,
2: Amy's banana Farm. There's always money in the banana, banana stand.
4: Always money in the banana stand.
2: There's always money in the banana stand. That's a, um, well, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs>
4: yeah, <it's just laughs> a, <I'm> just... <laughs> Hello. What's up, Coco? I think I, what's up? I'm what's back, going I'm on? back, I'm back. Sorry, okay, guys, I fine. had to get... Polka dot podcast room.
3: <laughs> uh, Seriously, uh, I'm I'm I'm, all, I'm all sat in the heat. Cause the oh man, daily no, room is my, uh,
4: my official podcast
5: room.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I'm sitting in my car just chilling. Nice. And then sometimes it gets too hot, and I have to like open the door and start fanning myself with the door. Uh, you're making that race director money, man. You should be able to run the AC. Go ahead. Word. <laughs> <laughs> 15 dollars in a pot. Oh baby. man.
3: <laughs>
5: That's crazy, that, so bro. Mark,
0: Mark Kudek signed up so he's coming out to the night run too, Lewis. I am. Oh, nice.
3: So yeah. it's good. I'm, be... I'm, tra- I'm I have PTSD. I'm traumatized by that race. So <laughs>
0: Well, that the first year, Diane was there. The first year, where it was all fucked up, uh, you know, oh I sucked God. at race directing, and I got like eighty percent of the people got lost.
3: Well, it got lost, <laughs> and then you went out to pick me up, and then your rental got stuck in the mud.
5: <laughs>
3: Damn, it was it was awful. <laughs> oh man! And
0: then the other year, there's a down tree over the trail, and I just said, "Fuck it!" So everybody had to go up and over the tree. <laughs>
3: Uh, Oh, yeah, you caught me climbing over the tree. And then we had to go through that huge-ass swamp full of frogs, and I almost died like literally <laughs> it was disgusting like listening to those bullfrogs right in your ear i thought i was gonna die
0: they're right next yeah. to you and right now All- no
3: they're literally i probably flooding. i probably stepped like on a million like, how was- did you
0: how did you
4: um enjoy lost when you did lost because there was a ton of wildlife at night out at the lost 118
3: your feet are you dry. the dikes most of the time when i went we had to get on and off the dikes and it got a little dicey there but For the most part, I I think I was fine. I don't know. I think I was okay. (laughs) I think. I did get close to the water one time because we had to, like, roll under some embankment. I don't know. We had to go down and then come back up because the guy said the park was closed, and I literally cursed at him. I'm like, what do you mean the fucking park is closed? Like, what the hell? Like, they closed it at the last minute. One and done for me, that race.
0: (laughs) I'd only do it just so I can say I've ran around. Like, oh no, exactly.
3: No, it's beautiful, exactly. Like, <laughs> I exactly, it's a good, good one.
4: This is the um, the parental guidance explicit lyrics, pop, correct? Oh, boy.
2: I've already counted three f bombs exploded. Oh, so listen, 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 I'm, I'm tracking them. I'm tracking. I mean, I'm an ex preschool teacher, so I have that oh, pent boy. up for years.
3: <laughs>
0: ah. <laughs> but hey how are y'all feeling from uh new york great I'm,
2: ex- I'm I'm feeling solid
0: yeah me too
4: i feel i feel good actually i i had told uh, my mentors i was like i'm starting my ultra running training again at new york 100 <laughs> <laughs> i'm starting with 100 miles. now i felt <clears throat> I, I felt really good, and I feel I feel good now. Just still like doing light, like not too much volume, but I feel super healthy, which is like the key, and that's what I've been trying to get to. So I'm I'm excited about moving forward. Good. Yeah. I'm
2: right with you. I mean, I okay, think,
5: think
2: Mark Mar- 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 knows Mar- I only put in uh, 14 miles going into this as my longest run. So I was like, well, <laughs> oh, you're like me.
3: My longest run was actually 18, probably like. A month before that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> nice. And that was
3: about, that was about I, it was a couch to 100 miles plan. <laughs> it lasted um four weeks. It was supposed to be six, but then I got some weird neck jaw pain and I had to taper four weeks ahead. <laughs>
4: <laughs> taper four weeks ahead. Yeah. That's awesome.
3: So, yeah. <laughs> so whatever. It's <You> know, <laughs> Not our first rodeo. <laughs>
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, I feel like there was a weird echo there for on
4: your Yeah, there right?
3: there is there is an echo.
4: I don't hear the echo.
2: There yeah. was an echo before.
3: Oh, I think it I think it went away.
4: Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. That's because you guys aren't in a really fancy pink polka dot podcast <laughs> room.
0: Yeah, you're not you're not <laughs> sitting in your car. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, I guess we should kick it off with, you know, some background. background. You know. Oh, there goes that. Echo.
2: Yeah, that <laughs>
0: Fucking echo. <laughs> See? See? Oh well, all of that it doesn't it doesn't echo anymore. No. <laughs> oh, well, people will listen to it. If they don't like it, then I guess uh, they won't It'll listen to it. It'll well, be if fine. If they don't like
2: it, then they can go fuck themselves.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Get all yeah, the, the horse, fuck bombs the out now they rode in, like. <laughs>
4: <laughs> What the fuck, man?
2: You, uh, open the line of questioning here.
4: <laughs> Joseph, make sure all of this gets uh, in on the final
0: version, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
5: please Bat, 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 bat.
0: But yeah, you know, I guess you know what's that running history? What's that? What's that running background for y'all? Let
2: we go age before beauty, Mark Huda.
4: Did we lose Mark?
2: Oh, we lost
3: Mark. He isn't like that.
4: All right, who wants, Actually, to, who all, who wants to jump in on it? Go, Diane. You go,
3: go. Oh, I'm gonna say go, leave. Oh, well, okay. I'll go in. I've been running for about 10 years now and it just started as a way for me to just lose some weight go out and walk and then it turned into I want to do a 5k and then first half marathon and next thing you know it somebody talked me into an ultra which I had no idea what an ultra was at the time and I was training for my second marathon when somebody said oh I'm running a 50 miler and I said what is a 50 miler (laughs) and can i do that and she says of course so she kind of sent me her plan and i combined it with my new york marathon plan and that was it i just i caught the bug boom and here i am eight buckles later nice <laughs> can you hear me Here's mark. hi mark are you back can you hear me yeah yes.
4: yes we hear you mark it is your turn to tell us your running background <laughs> in history sir my running background in history
1: i mean i've, I've only said this about four times on this podcast series <laughs> people are tired of hearing my running background why don't I tell you about somebody else's um more interesting than mine I'll just give you a speech on maybe Mike Wardian or something like that now um uh my running background is uh yeah I started out as a marathoner went to trail running um and uh eventually started ultra running and uh, here I am and uh, that's about it.
3: <laughs> and you crushed it with an awesome PR in New York.
1: I did. I, I, I have to say I surprised myself with that because um, no. uh, on, on the mirror in my bathroom is my training plan. And I, wrote down, <laughs> that's awesome. I wrote down my three goals where one was to finish the race and then there was a pipe dream of a sub 24 and and maybe catching sunrise on the brooklyn bridge and i didn't think that i would get to where i got i really did not that wasn't even written down so um that's awesome i was really that's surprised different. so it turns out the training uh training is the key um, <laughs> right well, <laughs>
3: All these yeah, races don't do I the cu- don't do the couch like to 100k 100, k- 100 miles. Like yeah,
1: you know what? It turns out finished, that training least. works. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just I DNF'd so many races in in years leading up to it. It's it was really no wonder, but you know.
3: yeah, uh,
1: and Those it was because I really awesome. wasn't training like I should. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, getting that down uh, worked you out. You Hear that,
3: Joseph? <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll finish long haul
4: this year. But I'll finish it this year.
3: You got it. You got it.
4: <laughs> training, mindset, and training. You co- you combine the two, and that's it. Boom. That's
3: all me. <laughs> and that's hot dog.
4: Banana champ.
2: Yeah, I don't have a really interesting story. Some people know it um i started running that i started running some more and somebody put a crazy idea of running an ultra in my head and i hung on to it and that's how this happened if anybody challenges me to do anything you put a crazy idea in my head i'm most likely going to try it so um that's how i got into ultra running and i saw it and someone said hey, why don't you run 100 i went couch from couch to 13 13 100. so um, nice. that's that's somewhere along there there was something in between but um, yeah. And then I got a banana suit Nice. <laughs> um, and I've met all these amazing people and that keeps me running. And that's like the most abbreviated story of the last couple of years. Um, and who would have thought that you could tear your soleus and your calf muscle, not run for, I think it was a solid seven months, not race 102 years and then, uh, come back and. Have a have a party like I did last weekend. So, um, yeah, that's 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 like my story of ultra
5: running. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's awesome. That's awesome. So um, I'm I'm kind of with Mark here. I think uh, I think people are probably pretty tired of hearing my background, but I'll try to do I'll try to make it quick and who knows maybe different angle on it. But um, in 2011, I tore my ACL fighting in competitive taekwondo. And after having reconstructive surgery, um, I was really aggressive with rehab and I kind of had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. But I started um, up until that point, running was only like cross training and very, very, very little running, just fast, short, short stuff. And um, yeah, I just used walking and then eventually jogging and running is like, a gauge to how my knee was progressing and how tolerant it was. And then my, um, amazing wife one day was like, I need you to train me to do a half marathon. And so it's really her fault. And, <laughs> and, uh, Maylene and I did the Miami uh, marathon. We did the half together and I was like, this is awesome. And then I just kind of spiraled and went down that whole path and learned about ultras and was like, Oh, this is really cool. I want to try this. And, uh, yeah, TGNY was my 20th time doing a hundred miles or more. And, um, yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was my, it was my 20th of a hundred or more. and you know, Mm -hmm. I've had my fair share of other, uh, screw ups and, and other (laughs) kind of long stuff, but not quite a hundred. And, um, but it was a, it was an awesome race and just, feel like
0: i'm getting started so looking forward to the future yeah and of course i couldn't go without saying you know obviously we've got some florida race directors in this chat
3: <laughs> <laughs> baby race directors <laughs>
4: <laughs> working is, on it working on it this is your plug hi my name is lewis coco I am- <laughs> <laughs> also known as the Running Ninja, and I am also known as the Miami guy, and I race direct alongside with my wife, Maylene, the Miami Ultra Race Series. We have our original Miami 100 coming up on its uh, sixth year, and uh, we've added a 125 challenge, which I believe the banana champ is going to crush this Woo-hoo! year. Yay! And... Uh, we also, uh, that same weekend, we have the Ride the Wave 50K, and we also just wrapped up not too long ago the really cool Miami 50-50 partner race. I think that's there's only really two partner team races in Allshore, as far as I'm aware of, uh, Badwater, Salton Sea, and the Miami fifty fifty. 50 and it's, it's a pretty neat little race. And uh, and also recently I um, I jumped on Space Pirate with my buddy Tuan Nguyen, so get my hands muddy and dirty with the race directing thing.
3: Yay.
4: <laughs> Diane. Hey, Diane.
3: Oh, I'm I, I'm supposed to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got to plug your... Well, I do. I'm Diane, and I am the new baby race director for the Monroe Cross Trail 50-Miler up in Volusia County. It's a point-to-point race from Edgewater, New Simona into Jabari. And um, I did it two years ago, and it was a huge success. Everybody loved it. This year, I added a 50K and a 17K for people that that like the 50 miler, it was a little more of a challenge because I had to then get from one place to the next in time to get the other races going. But again, it was a, it it was a great event. Everybody loved it. And I'm super excited, you know, to see the race grow. That's my goal is to make it bigger. I do have another goal of doing a hundred miler, creating a hundred miler on our Trail system here. I'm just waiting on one small connection in Delion Springs to be done, and it, you know it's so a one complete 100 mile on the paved trail and it's on a rail trail. So nice, we'll nice. We'll see that hopefully in a couple of years.
2: <laughs> Good job, Diane, big props, female race director
3: yeah thank you I do have a i do have a, a a person that helps me don stoner I can't you know survive without him he, he does the timing and he has a lot of expertise and and knowledge so he's he's helped a lot but I you know I'm I'm, I'm trying to take the reins on everything and you know try to go with the flow here
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the race ends at a brewery
3: yes it ends at a brewery Central 28 which it's our local um, brewery here. Everybody loves, and they are great with us. They give me the whole place, and it's just—it's really awesome. It's—it's a—it's—it's it's a really awesome race. It's—it's it's beautiful. It's just—it's like being in the trails, but in it's paved because it's so wooded, and then you have that beautiful paved trail all, all the way along. So if you guys ever want to come, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely
3: and it's fast like if you're looking for a pr i think it's uh, you know that's what i wanted to create with a flat fast course and it's in january which both years have the weather has been absolutely perfect like the first year was in the 40s it never went over 43 44 and then last year this year probably went up to like 60 but but it was gorgeous the whole time so so i, I was very lucky with the weather
2: that sounds downright
3: frigid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was cold. It was cold for Florida.
5: Nice. Right.
0: And I'm signed up, too. You know, I call it the, uh, the oh, long yes, haul right. cool down. Right. <laughs> there you go. It's nice. Two weeks after long haul. Yep. Nice. Yeah, so, th- so this race called the Great New York Running Exposition. Not expedition like I thought it was for years. Exposition, you know, with all the races in this country, you know, how did you even hear about this one? And, like, how did you even decide to head on up there and do it? The first
1: time I heard about it was through uh, Andre Chavez from uh, DTR. He had done it. And he said, like, he's like, dude, I jumped in on this race up there. He goes, you would love this because you're from the area. And this is like, back in I want to say like 2013 was the first time I heard about it. And then, um, I ended up meeting, uh, Phil McCarthy. Uh, I think he was at the keys 100, uh, one year and, uh, ended up meeting him and talking to him and then signed up for the race. And, um, and that was that, but, you know, you know, it's just such a unique race. Um, how can you not sign up for it? That's the, that's the question.
3: Yeah, somebody posted it. I I think I, I heard about it in 2017, around there. And I was like, what is this 100 miler in New York and why haven't I heard about it? Because so like, again, yeah, you know, I'm from New York. I grew up in the Bronx and I looked it up. But obviously it's June and then every year, it's like I forget about the lottery, putting my name in. And this year... I threw my name in, but then I forgot until Mark texts me that morning and says, I guess we're going to New York. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so I totally I forgot about it, but I was super excited and stoked and then i then nervous because I'm like, crap, now I got to train, but you know how that went. But um, <laughs> but it was, it. you know, I ran New York Marathon in 2015 and it was just a beautiful experience and I knew that this would be amazing, you know, whether I was going to have to drag myself, which I did (laughs) all the way till the end. And, you know, I I loved every second of it. I don't know
2: if I, if I found out about it, Mark, from you, or I was talking to you about it, but somehow it fell on my radar. And I said, Oh, this is, this is a hell of a race being from New York and running I think I've run the New York City Marathon six times and I was like this is this is gonna happen it, it's like a journey of memories and I think for a lot of us mm-hmm. that like,
3: oh my yeah. god yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like
2: I I mean, I had like, poor Mark had listened to me go, and this is where I caught the train when I was in elementary school. And this is where I moved up when I lived in the Bronx. And then this is
5: where I, but that
2: was, I, I think yep. that, that was the thrill of it. And coming off of, I got in last about, you know, off the waiting list in May, and it was heartbroken because I was just like, I couldn't pull the trigger to do it in May for, for a June race. And then this year I didn't get in and Mark sent me a text that said, congratulations, looks like we're going to New York. And I said, uh-uh, my name is not Diane. Uh, this is not. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I was at the gym
2: and I was like, oh, no, I did not get in, Mark. That's that's wrong. And he's like, oh, upsies. but then I uh, got in a little bit later and hadn't. I've been rehabbing my injury, went to my orthopedist and my coach and everybody said you could get this done if you do what you need to be doing. And it was quite being in a a different way than I've ever been in those places before. was pretty was pretty amazing. And um, having that experience and it's just kind of mind blowing as a New Yorker just how much mm-hmm. of that to like, you get mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. on foot. Um, so yeah yeah. I, I think I was running somewhere and said I'll never do this fucking race again. And then I <laughs>
5: I'm like I'm going back <laughs>
2: on the lottery again. Oh like, yeah. You know, had that, that
5: that moment oh. when you can find you
1: when you can't find the arrow on the ground and you're like
5: Oh, uh,
4: oh my God. I I sucked, sucked at the arrow. I <laughs> you know
1: but it's right there underneath it.
4: So fucking I oh, yeah, um that <laughs> I don't know when I first heard of the race, but it was quite some time ago, um, fairly early on into uh, when I started running ultras and it's kind of the same, like I keep seeing it and I'm like, man, this looks like incredibly epic. I'm from New York as well. I'm from Queens and um, I've been in Miami most of my life, but still like I have so much family in New York and mm-hmm. and New York is always home and just, who you know, New York is just such an amazing city new york city and um, i was like i have to do this race one day but again i'd kind of forget and then i never really fully understood the process and the lottery and this and that And you know and as i kind of got more into ultra running and you know learn more about it uh really the tgny was a huge inspiration for the miami 100 i mean probably the biggest inspiration mm-hmm. because uh, the, the format of it being an urban ultra, you know, and the directions and all that, I was like, this is brilliant. And, you know, I had been doing research and I'm like, there's no, you know, ultra in Miami and, you know, there's so many amazing places and places that people aren't aware of and stuff like that. And I want to kind of showcase my city in a way that, you know, um, people can really appreciate and make it an exciting and you know challenging hundred uh, mile ultra marathon and so TGNY was my inspiration for that and um, you know the Miami hundred uh, first year was 2018 and so even though it was like this huge inspiration I still have like not had an opportunity to run the race and I just keep like kind of missing the boat and mm-hmm. getting frustrated and every year it's like the same thing. It's like ah fuck. you know what what am I doing? Like I'm never going to run this race. I have to run this race. And then of course I created the 50, 50, which coincided with the date. And once I realized, mm-hmm. Oh geez, my race is the same weekend as TGNY. And I was like, I, I have to run this race and I, I'm going to have to change the date of my race. And, um, you know, and so I did do that. I did after two years of running 50, 50 on the third weekend in June, I was like, no, I'm changing this to the second weekend of June. And um, and it, it's gone over well. The change was fine. And, you know, and finally, and last year I was supposed to do uh, the race. And uh, Maylene and my son got COVID, like, the mm. week of, I was supposed to travel over there. So uh, initially I was like, oh, my God, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I was just so, frustrated and but you know I was like I can't I can't travel even if I'm not sick. I can take that chance and so um you know uh, Phil was really cool about deferring me to the ne- to the next year and um and yeah so I was just really uh, like everybody else said it was just really amazing to, to do the race and such an emotional experience as well um mm-hmm. and I actually got to run it with my cousin which was really cool he ran it uh as well we didn't run literally together but we got to you know do the same race and it was pretty neat and then so a bunch of my other cousins came out and i got to see them at random points in the race and then um you know being like in casino park with my cousin uh in a place that you know like my parents grew up you know like their early years as um you know as a couple and then raising their family and going to that park all the time as a kid it was pretty Pretty amazing and pretty, you know, emotional as well, like, running through there. Just the whole experience was amazing. And, um, yeah, I hope to run it every year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I know TGNY, I mean, it's fairly low-key because it's not an ultra sign-up. I was looking it up. It was an Excel
4: spreadsheet. Mm Yeah, there's still a ton of runners that do it, though. I mean, there's, like, 130 runners that towed Mm -hmm. the line. Yep. No,
3: it's pretty – it's amazing. Just the the – the way he was able to connect all the parks, the roads, the, it, it was just everything. Every time I, I stepped out of something, I was just like, oh, my God. You know, it's just, it was absolutely mind-blowing and then you know you you got to envision you know the the trails which i grew up going to bank courtland park jumping the jumping the fence to get in the pool at midnight and never knew those trails were back there you know so it's just going through there and wood and just it it was just i could you know it's, it's so hard to explain and how beautiful it was and you know we went through the ghetto when i went through hunt point and garrison had to stop and take a picture because I remember, at some point in my life, when I was my daughter was a baby, I lived with my girlfriend for a little bit, and she lived right in that intersection where there was prostitutes. And I used to get off the train and run to the building, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm back in the house. <laughs> so it was it was it was crazy. It was just freaking crazy. I just I don't know. It was insane. I I loved it. Hated it and loved it. (laughs) Because Jesus Christ, I cursed a lot that
5: night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it's like, I know something like this. It's not your traditional, like, it's not your traditional type of race. You know, unless you race direct the Mm -hmm. Miami 100 or, you know, that upcoming (laughs) Tampa Bay 100. Like this format, this format's a lot, you know, it's different. How do you even prepare knowing that, like, yeah, you're following these, like, directional cards? cards.
3: Well, if it wasn't for Mark, like, I, I was ready to, like, take a crew and do all this stuff. And Mark's like, Diane, there's, there's no, no way, way you can have a crew out here. Like, it'll be really challenging. And, you know, then I sat back and I'm like, God, you know, like, my husband will probably kill me if I have him driving all over the city, city or, trying or trying to. And Rachel, which I wanted to take with me, you know, she's not from New York. But, you know, so I, I said, I settled. that's like okay, I guess I'm going to go by myself and just figure it out. You know, my hugest concern was getting lost, obviously, and the arrows. And thank God people shared their GPX files, which I've never used that before either. So that was all brand new to me uploading that to my watch and just making sure my phone had enough battery. So if I have to pull up the map, I can pull it up. Um, But it, you know, it it worked out. I kind of clinged on to a few runners and we were together for a very, very, very long time. Like Jackie Lee, I'm not sure if you guys know her. She's from Brooklyn and she memorized every turn. And I was like, Jesus Christ. That's crazy. No, she knew every turn. So we were just chasing her down. Like, it's like, we have to stay with Jackie. We got to stay with Jackie because she knows the course. (laughs) And if she would stop, we would stop. Jackie, where do we go? (laughs) You know, like, it was just like the Jackie (laughs) and us team, you know? And (laughs) so I lost her. And I'm like, damn it. (laughs) No more Jackie. The other guy lost at some point and but you know for a long long time dur- throughout all throughout the day it was just like i had two guys gene and maynard which are also from new york and and chasing jackie down and making sure we didn't get one <laughs> yeah you know, so it's pretty incredible
4: chasing jackie
3: <laughs> chasing, chasing jackie.
1: that's that's what the documentary will be called you know
3: right <laughs> right, oh no she was she she's was amazing she was amazing yeah. Well, I
2: know I'm uh, I'm pretty shit at following blazes on a trail, and I'm pretty, oh, pretty my shit God. following yellow arrows. And even when I have the course loaded into my chorus, I was shit at following that, too. Um, I'm good at following Mark's sweet buns of steel. <laughs> <through about 110. laughs> but here's the problem there. Mark wasn't always going in the right direction. That's either. true. So, um, so so that, that, that's problematic. And, um, I wound up going over back and forth over a detour overpass somewhere outside of Coney Island. Um, so many times that a guy (laughs) walking behind me found me and he was like, bitch, it's straight. And like, he wasn't even in the race. (laughs)
5: Like,
2: Like, I mean, I was pulling, I was. I think at a, at a certain point I was so tired that I just like didn't understand how to f- use my watch any longer and the compass and the and the, and the following of those things and I was like mm-hmm. is that yellow mm-hmm. is that arrow for me oh is that arrow marking the sewer or is that like <laughs> I just I I gave up and I'm like I'm just gonna go in a straight line and the the I <laughs> those markings got real. Like, for some reason, they were most important in the last five miles of the race, even though
3: I knew we were straight going up, you know. I swear that I did not see any more. They
4: became so (laughs) sparse toward the end of the race.
3: Ten miles, I probably saw one. Oh, yeah. Fourth Fourth Avenue, there was
1: hardly any arrows. And there was
3: a lot. Oh, I I missed Union Street. I missed that turn on Union Street on Fourth Avenue. I had to literally stop with my 6%. I'm oh, um, left okay. on my phone and pull up the map and look for oh, the turn. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was. Yep. And I had to turn back and then get on Union Street and then go down Union. And again, I, I then I, I get them caught stopped and this biker sees me and he's like, Are you okay? Are you? And he's like, Is there a race going on? And I'm like, Oh, Yo, yeah. you know," But I didn't tell him I'm running 100 miles. I said, Yeah, there's a race, but I think I missed my turn. He's like, What do you mean you missed your turn? <laughs> so he, he comes to me and he's like, what are you looking at? It's like, I'm trying to follow my watch and my phone. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, dude, leave me alone. So he, he comes, he's like, but let me see, because I'm from around here. Where are you going? So it's like, I'm going to this park, which was mile 95, I think. Yeah, yeah. 95 or oh, 90, 90, mile 90. And he's just like, oh, I know that park. Just go straight down that street. You'll, you'll that there, there. I get to the park, to the aid station, and he's there. Like, he took his bike. He's talking to the volunteers, and he's clapping. Yeah, you made it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> awesome. And then he then he realizes I'm running 100 miles. And he said, you're running 100 miles? Have you slept at all? And I said, no, and I don't have time to talk. I got <laughs> <try> to go. I'm going to try like I literally have an hour to get to where I gotta go. Like I gotta go. Oh my god, it was so funny. It was so so funny.
4: I foolishly did not download the GPX because I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this the old fashioned way. <laughs> and oh boy, um, and it was kind of. I also kind of was like, well. Uh, Today I'm gonna get a taste of my own medicine because this is this is how I do my race pretty much. So I mean it's a little bit different, you know. But I'm like it's this is my race is a kind of a product Mm -hmm. of this race. So let's let's see how I fare. And I kind of got my ass kicked a little bit. And I um I after the hundred k mark, you know, I was. Well, actually even before that you know the race got spread out pretty well and so there was really nobody that I was able to kind of piggyback with and follow and I was doing fairly well like you know with the arrows and all that stuff and even though my wife made me those amazing laminated fancy you know flashcards, <laughs> i never once touched them it was all it was all for naught, and i just carried that extra weight in my pack.
3: Um, oh my
4: God. you yeah, should have got I them at a damn
3: aid station for me i literally Mama.
4: tossed them i tossed them in a in the trash sadly at a mcdonald's like around oh, mile no. 85 or something and i was like okay um but i was following the arrows but after like the 100k mark it just became it seemed like there were less and less arrows and i kept having to stop and then i'd go open up my maps and i try (laughs) to identify exactly where i was and i did have the the cal topo whatever map Mm -hmm. and so that's what i used. so then i'd open that and then i'm trying to like analyze Where I'm supposed to be and supposed to be going, (laughs) and then memorize like a few steps, and then look back on my maps and be like, "Okay, this is where I'm at," and then get going, and like that back and forth for the last third of the race, like really kind of.
3: It gets to you mentally. I don't. Well, I was fine mentally,
4: but it like it really messed my rhythm up for sure. Like I just got the
3: rhythm. Yeah. I got slower and
4: slower and stiffer and stiffer, and then I was just besides that just killing a lot of time like sitting there trying to figure Mm -hmm. this out Mm -hmm. and um but at the same time I was having a ball because I was like hey man this is what you signed up for and this is what (laughs) and I just kept laughing to myself like thinking I really like had all these weird like a montage of like of like images of runners doing my race like feeling super freaking frustrated and and just thinking about like you know, picturing them in the middle of the night somewhere, and just kind of like having a moment of frustration or trying to figure something out, and I'm like, "All right, you better, you better shut the hell up and and figure this shit out and get it done." So, you know, so it was, it was fun, and I plan to, to do it better next time. So, it was a it was a pretty neat experience, but those those arrows definitely. Started like becoming way more sparse toward the back end of the course. I feel like at least I no, think it yeah. was.
3: Absolutely. I think it was absolutely, especially getting to Coney Island, and then at nighttime
4: was- trying to find them at night. Like it was like in some mm-hmm. spots it was like, oh my god, how the hell am I going to find these freaking arrows? Yeah, <laughs> Coney Island
1: was where I I ran into like my first my first actual you know fuck this kind of moment was was at Coney Island when. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't find the turnoff. I'm like, I'm looking on the boardwalk. My GPX keeps telling me I'm going to. I never saw it, never saw it. And I'm going back and forth, back and forth past this one thing. I actually went down the staircase where the stupid little arrow was and looked for it and didn't see it the first three times I walked down there.
4: Oh, the
5: Cyclone Stadium. You were supposed
4: to turn at parachute jump.
3: Yeah, parachute
4: (laughs) jump. Yeah, well,
3: I didn't know that. I didn't know that either.
4: But I have to stop was and
3: that, wait for a runner for like yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, and my phone had died. I
1: kept all the turn-by-turns in a, in a photo on uh, my phone. So now I can't even look at the turn-by-turns, and I'm like, oh, all right. And then I finally see the arrow, and I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Now we're, now I'm on track. And then it was just
4: – it was
1: crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you're talking about these arrows, right? So for people who don't know, there are arrows for the most part on the course, right, on the ground. They're uh-huh.
2: spray painted yellow tiny arrows on the streets of New York. Like so so yeah, it's, every it's You talk
3: about I'm a totally guy, random. Eight and a half. They're, my, they're smaller than my feet, and I'm an eight yeah.
4: and a half. Yeah. dude, so and they're randomly they're that. randomly dispersed. There's like every every time you think there's like some kind of logic to it, and like <laughs> nope. and there's a nope. pattern, and you're like, yeah, okay, I'm finally getting this. Like, nope. it just. <laughs> fucking stops like and you're like wait a moment why haven't i gotten any arrows like here for the last mile and or, some, and or some were really
3: bright like fresh but some were old from like last year yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then there were some in chalk you know there were a few that were oh, chalk, some chalk somebody yep.
3: did some chalk arrows i will different. say though
4: that the the rainbow trail
3: yes. oh that was they
4: true. did a phenomenal whoever the yes. volunteers that did that yeah. did a phenomenal yeah. job yeah, with stupid. that trail they sure and did. and I did enjoy singing "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" like <laughs>
3: yeah, like piece by piece
4: it. as I went yep. through the trail. So whoever did that, thank you. That was really cool. Yeah. What's that was-
2: uh? What was a real pain in the ass was I I couldn't find these damn arrows, and I wake up the next I wake up Sunday and i roll out of my mom's apartment at 110th and i i walk right outside and there's a fucking arrow here on the ground <laughs> right <laughs> which i've walked past so many times and there's the other one from where we all turn to go up to like you know up to oh. northern manhattan yeah. but it's like you're looking for him you're looking for him it's like damn it it's like a Where's waldo of arrows it's like that one could be it but that one that one's definitely that one's 2 inches too long to be this damn well, then you
3: see like construction arrows. Like there was a section that we joked. I don't know if you guys saw it. I not I can't even remember. But it was like big arrows, but they were yellow, and they yeah. just went around in a circle. I was like, imagine, and I just, like, we just, I just said, <laughs> and I said, imagine if we just go around in circles, and somebody just looked at me, it's like, oh my god, that's a nightmare. <laughs> I can't <laughs> stop. I can't stop. <laughs> because know, they I, just went around and they were yellow, but they were big. So I knew they weren't part of the race, but I just like, it's like, well, I was just imagine somebody going around in a circle, going and going. I was like, where do I go? Yeah, I, I <laughs> know
2: He's running with me because Noah lost it. He, he, he has no idea where he's going. I miss a couple of turns and Noah looks at me and goes, How good is your eyesight? And I was like, oh. Not very good.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: don't run with me <laughs> you don't want to get lost.
0: Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously coming into this year, you know, how was it traveling out to New York? You know, good flights, bad flights, any missed
3: flights? Oh,
5: <laughs> fucking
3: flights. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to share my stupid, you know, and, and again, it's nothing to do with the airline. It's the weather. Weather just freaking sucks in Florida. Don't travel in the afternoon where there's thunderstorms and you know so my flight took off maybe like 20 minutes late a little like 20 minutes and we were fine and then then we're sitting you know no it actually we were supposed to we we board on time and then we just sat there for nearly 2 hours cuz we couldn't take off so now my whole um you know i'm going to Take the train. I was so excited. I was he's like, I don't have, you know, I'm not gonna rush. I'll take the bus, the train to my girlfriend's house in Lower East Side. I didn't get in till like 10:30 at night and had to pay God knows how much for a damn freaking lift to take me to our apartment. But yeah, almost five hours later, it was terrible, and coming back was even worse. Because coming back, there was worse thunderstorms, and it couldn't land in Orlando. We had to land in Tampa. I stay in Tampa for 45 minutes, and then we head back to Orlando. So that ended up being like a six-hour flight. So, yeah, that's my story.
5: (laughs) Damn, that sucks.
3: (laughs) No, it sucks very bad, so.
4: I had a pretty easy going time and when I flew in I flew into LaGuardia and it's pretty close to my cousin's place in Jackson Heights Queens so I literally walked 2 miles with my bag and I actually I actually found <laughs> a yellow arrow on my way from LaGuardia Wait were you
3: 2 miles away from the airport? I ended up staying around there. Yeah,
4: yeah from man. yeah from LaGuardia I was I was in Jackson I was staying in Jackson Heights Queens and um yeah, no, it was fine. I Everything travel-wise was was uh, easy going for me, at least. I got lucky.
3: Nice.
4: Yeah,
1: I flew up a couple of days early and was out on Long Island with my family, so I um, had the kids out there, and then um, I took the Long Island Railroad in. It was on or close to schedule, so... Um, <laughs> 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 if you've ever ridden the Long Island Railroads, you'll know that there's that joke. But um, you know. Uh yeah, I got in there no problem and checked into my hotel, which was twenty minutes from the or no, it was like a two minute walk from the uh from the start line. So it was uh it was great. Awesome.
2: I had like the flight from heaven from uh, West Palm ah. to JFK. Um and, and by that we were delayed and I had a raging It was the onset of a raging um, head cold that day. So I left on Thursday and um, I was not feeling very well. Gave myself a COVID test, tested negative, um, got to the airport and was like, oh, hell's no, I'm not sitting on row 23 in the middle seat. So uh, moved myself to an extra leg room space and spent the entire flight with my head about to explode as snot was pouring out my nose holes, um, which is where the snot should be coming from. (laughs) Um, I think the two gentlemen next to me were not so pleased. Um, I was like, anything I could find as a tissue. So they enjoyed that, especially as we sat on the the runway for an extra hour before taking off. So that delayed us getting into JFK. And uh, then I sat on the van wick um, in my way overpriced Uber for far too long, um, trying to figure out how I could order myself some soup uh, just so I could hydrate and flush out whatever cold was in my head and uh, met up with my Uber Eats as I entered uh, my apartment building at 110th at the same time. So that was a great, Great syncricity or serendipity or something of all the Ubers at the same time. Um I got I got in, wound up it, up. A it was Uber Yeah, Uber serendipity dipity. and syncricity or something. Or Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, man, I thank thank there's a glory of New York City is that you can get yourself a really amazing um, bowl of soup at any hour, and that's what I needed when I got in. Some wonton soup to f- flush my damn system out, but uh, <laughs>
5: glorious!
2: Dear. What a glorious flight! I had, not this guy sitting next to me,
4: yeah. But
1: apparently, Amy Amy told me that she has never ever mastered the skill of snot rockets, so no, the thing. So, oh, I haven't either. Her, no, I'm not good I was at like, it. why don't you just let it rip, man? Just, no, you know, I was like,
2: I, I, I'm running with Mark, and I'm like, I can't snot rocket, I'm gonna blow my nose in my shirt, like, I was i think I, I mentioned to mark and, and willis maybe before the race that i was fighting like a bit of a head cold and i i didn't want anybody to like think that i was gonna get them sick but i had a raging full-blown something going on I all, all the way to like this past tuesday and uh i was like i just gotta i'm gonna start blowing my nose on anything i can find mid-race <laughs> <laughs> so i don't even know if a snot rocket would have helped at that point no <laughs> but
1: but it was an interesting conversation, you know. You know one of those things that you, you just kind of talk about, like as you're going along. Well, you know, I just never mastered the skill of snot rocketry, and it's like, oh well, you know. There's, there's you know, it's always a good time to learn. You know? Nobody we just comes practiced. out of
2: the there time.
1: Nobody comes Don't out of the womb a master of the snot rocket. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> these
4: are these are vital skills you have to practice, Amy.
2: That's I mean, I, nice. I, you know what? I have all 125 miles of your race, Lois. That I'm
5: gonna focus. Oh boy! There so you
2: go. Like breadcrumbs through Miami. <laughs> oh, Are
0: poor. those markers? No, that's that's not. That's just least <laughs> <Amy laughs> snot. No yellow. I'm. I might
4: throw down a few yellow arrows just as a tribute. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I I
2: neon yellow in miami i'm gonna to put a
4: few ones. in winwood i'm gonna throw
3: down some yellow arrows yeah and just, and just put her name on it Amy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: not here if you're going in the right direction <laughs> <It's
5: not here>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness
0: yeah and obviously before we you know we talk about these miles and how the miles went down But uh, I know Diane and I were texting during the race. You know, did did you guys see the wildlife out there? What are
2: we talking about? The fucking rats, damn rats!
0: The rats. A couple of rats. We had a raccoon. Amy and I
1: saw a raccoon in
3: Central Park. Really? Oh no! Yeah, you saw a fucked up raccoon.
4: I saw. Yeah, I saw some some rats, some raccoons, uh, pigeons. That's that's uh most of the extent of that. Yeah.
5: I think we heard turkey.
3: Yeah. turkey up in
1: like in um, in the Bronx in the Van Cortland. I remember hearing like a turkey call. And, oh, really?
3: Uh, it was that, a. Um, it may was have been.
1: Name? It may have been Amy trying to push out something from her nose. <laughs> but I don't
3: oh God!
2: <laughs> That's entirely different. And I'll have you keep that out of the storyline,
3: please. Okay. I hope you, I hope you didn't use the porta potty under the Henry Hudson over there. Um, before Are you in my it.
2: special place? Listen,
3: <laughs> listen. You know I've used tons of porta potties in my life, and none of them pretty, but manageable. This one porta potty, I, I could oh, I could still freaking smell it. It was. I walked out of there like I had to gag. I almost threw up. I was just sweating, and I closed my eyes. And it was just—it was like the most disgusting thing in my life. But I had to freaking pee, and then of course I take ten steps, and there's a freaking public bathroom. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: some
3: wildlife to the porta potty under the Oh my, I don't know. Oh. I can't. I can't. It was You know,
1: horrible. you know when the porta potty has the air in the porta potty has a taste to it
5: that is actually really <laughs> Oh really
3: <bad>. my god. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. It was horrible. Oh, was, I want to I want to cry. It was a
2: glorious bathroom up in Van Cortland that I had like my eye peeled out for and I went in there and I had the most like real genuine time in that bathroom and in came everybody else in the race. And I took that moment to get my uh, first Uncrustable out and I'm leaving the bathroom, the Uncrustable <laughs> hanging out my mouth. And these two guys going into the bathroom, looking at me and go, Hey, there's a dude handing out free Uncrustable. <laughs>
5: oh, oh, god. <laughs>
2: And the guys go, oh really? And I go, yeah. Not only did I get an uncrustable, but I think I got syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they like,
5: you didn't really pick that up on the floor. And I was like, of course I did. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> I mean,
2: it's about making those new memories, isn't it?
3: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. The
2: last time I'd been in those bathrooms was back in uh. When I used to run cross country and, and we had races in Courtland and I was having all these flashbacks of like miserable, miserable times. So I had to flip the script uh. and have a good time in that bathroom. So, you know, I guess that's wildlife.
0: <laughs> uh. Right. Uh. That's a wild life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wildlife. A wildlife. <laughs> well, I, this
1: year, this year we didn't have um we didn't we didn't have. I don't think we found any hookers. Uh, did you did you see any hookers? I didn't,
3: I didn't see any hookers. I didn't see any didn't, hookers. No, nope, no, hookers on Hunts Point too. It's like they no. cleaned up after COVID, probably. I don't yeah.
2: know. Yeah. Woman, Mark, she asked you if you were running or out training or something. On the, oh on the yeah, right by the bridge.
1: Yeah, that's right. She mm-hmm. yeah, she did look like she was she
3: was open for
2: business she did have um, all the teeth though so we're good there
3: i would do i do i was annoyed at all the little motor scooters on the bridges and stuff like that <gasps> yeah that was an actual an actual motorcycle crossing yeah. the bridge at night i yes. remember i'm like what the hell are they doing here like it was just yeah and then they wanted you to move obviously Oh, <laughs> that
2: stretch what was that, that stretch yeah. between um coming off of out of Jacob Reese all the way to Sheep's Head Bay along the path. Yeah. In the middle of the night with the scooters coming head on was prob oh. that was my fuck it, I'm done with this race moment. That was,
5: like that okay. that
2: was I was like, what what and then I really needed the aid station. I found a bunch of people. Here's your wildlife again. A rave was happening. And I said, Hey, can I get one of your Red Bulls? And she said, This is not for you
1: but <laughs> it could be i saw them setting that up yes
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i was heartbroken i was like oh i gotta get all the way to the damn she said "They for for something this is not for you
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I actually when i ran through there i was like I, I my mileage was all screwed up at this point from all the you know backtracking and everything like that so i didn't know if it was like if it was the mile, the Eighty-five aid station was actually at eighty-five miles, or if it was going to be before or whatever. So um, I found that rave. Those people setting it up—they mm-hmm. were bringing in all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, I, so I run past it, thinking, okay, whatever, this is not it.
3: Oh, so you know, so I must have missed the rave, but I did see all the people dressed up in crazy stuff.
1: Yeah. So and then yeah. I turned around and I said, "Are you guys the aid station?" They're like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, no, we're not. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so then I just continued on. Um, because I had actually missed the one um, as you were going into Coney Island, you know, going down across. You'd cross that little boardwalk across the marina. On the uh, aid station. Right, right, right. The aid station was just off to the – I saw them there, and, I like, it didn't register. And nobody was, was it looking at ladies? me or saying – Was it the yeah. two ladies? Yeah, and nobody like nobody waved yeah. or anything like that. So well, I just I think kept I love going. My jacket. <laughs> next thing you know, I'm in Bry- I'm in Brighton Beach with all the Russians, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on here?" And- yeah,
4: they told me when I got to that one, they were like, "You're gonna forget about us when you get to the next aid station because the, the next one at 85 is so luxurious." And they no have 80 every-
3: 80 was luxurious. It was eight, yeah, it, yeah it was 80 was it 80 that was had the had luxurious one? yes I okay. had I, I had two cups of hot soup.
4: Yeah, I got my numbers off, but yeah, yeah, no, they were 80, good. 80. That was awesome.
3: Eighty-five was where on um, the Starbucks was. I remember But I was hoping it was open when I got there, but it wasn't.
2: At, <laughs> I I believe at eighty is where I uh, if you if you guys are all the marina,
3: the boardwalk, with, and yeah, the marina.
2: the marina. I Joey mm-hmm. Chestnuts, I uh, hot dog there, hot dog in the uh, the soup into my mouth so was pretty oh. amazing. Oh and man. Then, Yeah, then immediately thought I was going to throw up, uh, called my husband and said, I'm done with this damn race. And (laughs) the guy at the aid station goes, nobody DNFs at this aid station.
5: Well, maybe
0: someone does. So there's your TGNY wildlife, you know, rats, raccoons, hookers, and raves. (laughs) You're damn right. That's it. Yeah. That's your,
2: that's your title for this night's uh, podcast.
0: <laughs> Wild life or wildlife. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like coming into race morning. You know how does race morning work out? Because I, you know, I imagine you guys just, you know, just what you just gather there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Times Square. Um, mm-hmm. We just kind of show up.
4: You just yep. like like I've, the rats. You just show up.
3: <laughs> you know, and I was. Gotta I got to elbow the rats out of the way a little bit but you know they'll, they'll move and in know, know. Square in so long in the middle of the night that i'm just like why is there so many people out here? like go home <laughs> what, what
5: are they doing on
4: these bicycles oh yes. my god the bicycles are so irritating oh.
3: yeah I, you know i got there at four so i got there an hour early and i totally forgot my my incrustables i forgot my breakfast so i'm just like Like, now I'm upset because I'm like, I'm going to start this race without eating anything. And I met, I saw another runner there. She's local, Laura. And she's like, oh, there's a CBS open. (laughs) You know, go, you know, so I walk over to CBS and one of the employees is fighting with a guy that's trying to steal from the store. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just walk around them and they're fighting with him, kicking him out. And, you know, I found a box of muffins or some vegan muffins and... But, yeah, you just gather around and until so it's go time.
4: Yeah, and, and to, to clarify what I said, n- nothing against cyclists. I mean, we're talking about they had, there's these uh,
3: oh, bunch man, of random dudes
5: Yeah, they're just, so like, circling, circling around on their
4: bikes, like, in the middle oh, of Times square where we were gathering. And I've seen this, trip like, on social media before where they ride up super aggressive. They'll pop a wheelie, and they'll swerve right yeah, out of the way again. like from hitting a, a person or a car or whatever and it's i don't i don't even get the point of it there was but, like
3: two or three of them it was so yeah
5: annoying. they
4: kind of kept they were a little bit tame uh. so like they were sort of warming they're almost like warming up like like trying to figure out who their victims were like who they were going to come up to real hard <laughs> yeah. and like oh, no. I know, swerve know but I, I had this one guy that I was just like watching him and I must've given him the look of death. Like <laughs> try and pull that shit on me and, and see seriously. what happens.
3: Give him a karate kick. Papa.
4: Yeah.
2: Don't fuck with the master cocoa. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the thing, I mean, I've like, I, I've seen this a million times already and it's like, I see the guy just doing any, and it's like, there's no reason for you to be up
3: no, riding up exactly. on us.
4: And mm-hmm. so I don't, for stuff like that i don't you know i don't have patience and i'm with you know i'm with my friends and other people i'm very protective so it's like if this guy like runs up and he's gonna like clip one of you guys and you know that's i'm not gonna be okay with that so Mm -hmm. it was that
1: it was that fuck around and find out moment
4: Right, right. It was. There was, He. They made sure not to completely fuck around. Yeah.
1: No, they, I mean, just. I mean, just there looking at fine. the at the. the the band of people there that was going to do that race. I mean, you didn't want to mess with any one of those people. Every one of us looked like we were out of our damn minds. We're
3: exactly. Indigable. Exactly. exactly. We'll kill Denver. somebody before
1: running yeah. 100 miles. <laughs> no, you, know, you don't want to go wheeling with these people. They're, they, you know, come on,
0: look at them. They're, they're nuts. Nice. <laughs> who are these people in times square with all these hydration bags right (laughs) we can tell they're not homeless because they
1: have electrolytes look at them
2: (laughs) but they must be mentally unstable because why the fuck would they be here at this ungodly hour with running packs makes no sense
1: oh man no i and i actually I, i walked all the way to the start line and uh realized i got there and i, I see you guys going around and i'm like I'm gonna walk over there and i realized i don't have my drop bag so now i've got to like I turn around i thank god i remembered. i turned oh around and walked god. back to the hotel got my drop bag and walked and i'm just like this race this race just never wants me to finish it it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like that moment i was like all right that's it and then you know, the start it just it just started feeling really good. Um, yeah, especially like running, spending as many as many miles as I did with Amy, who is actually one of the more wildly entertaining people, as you can tell just by the podcast. That um, if you don't know her, she's one of the more wildly entertaining people to hang out with. Um, you just never know what's going to come out of her mouth. Which is great.
3: We have, or her nose.
1: We have or that. Her nose, yeah.
2: Or her or, nose. Or I hate to say it, I was I was very gassy. gassy.
5: Too, she, so. was, she was gassy,
1: and you know what? We both were for a while there. It was, uh, we had our own. We had we had our own horn section going, like as That's, we left
0: uh, as
5: we
1: left the Alley Pond station.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> the do you remember?
1: Do you remember the two the two little old ladies and we're walking? and You apologize and you're like, "I'm sorry, I'm gassy," and they're like, "Gassy? You don't know what gassy is."
2: You know yeah. Then, then they, they said that they would adopt both of us as their children. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> That's funny. That was and awesome. I'll tell you
2: what, I I um I was so doped up on Sudafed at the start of that race, along with nasal spray, and I think I had popped an Excedrin on top of it. I was just thankful that oh I got a pillow and could breathe and started that race. That like I probably was talking a mile minute minutes. Poor Mark.
5: <laughs> no, it was <laughs> All the funny.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, you know, take me into those early miles. You know, you got Central Park, Riverbank State Park, um, Fort Washington, Inwood Hill. And I think around 20 miles, you're in the New York Botanical Gardens. You know, how did those first 20 miles go down?
2: Before we get into this, I'd just like to say, Joe, you sound like a real pro of New York State Parks right there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, wait a minute. I ran through there. He's a professional.
4: He did his
0: homework. I don't think
1: the New York Park Service director could have gotten that right. That was just
0: awesome. I I watched the video from uh, Lewis's little thing moving around.
1: Oh,
4: Nice, Nice. Nice.
1: Yeah, no, the, those, are the, I, I, those are the miles that I, I really like. I, I like going through um, Central Park and Morningside Heights and all that. And just, you know, the cloisters and you're going past Grant's tomb. And it's uh, it's all stuff like from when I was a kid, you know, I, I used mm-hmm. to run around Central Park all the time. And um, so for me, it's nothing there's it's nothing quite like it. Um, I, I just I, that early morning part of it is, is wonderful.
4: Yeah the the trails are absolutely stunning like you'd be a lot of people that you know hear about the race and are even like listening to this podcast might be um have like the wrong idea where like yeah obviously you're running through the boroughs Bronx Queens Brooklyn Manhattan and you know everything that you think of in New York City but there's so much green and mm-hmm. New York really and New York City really has beautiful parks and but it's it's beyond just kind of like your local park like some of these parks are just massive and the trail systems are incredible and those i
3: could could not believe the trail system yeah the sections are so incredible beautiful the john Muir trail it was just I wasn't even expecting that I knew it was going to go through trails. I didn't expect it to be that much trails. <laughs> yeah so I, I, I wasn't ready for it because I'm like, oh my God, how long are we going to be in here? you know and they were pretty hilly like you know there was some a lot of hiking for me you know personally I had to just pull back and just hike them, but it was just it, it was gorgeous. i you know i I was really in shock of how beautiful they were.
2: Those early miles running along the Hudson is just—it's uh, it, gorgeous. Those are those are lovely. Then I think Mark hit the cloisters, like he said that. I, I, if you're not familiar with the cloisters, it's part of the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and it, its yeah. just mm-hmm. a, really they have beautiful gardens. And I think getting hitting the, this time of year, this the spring summer moments, and everything is in bloom. And I remember saying something to Mark while we were running together, like we don't get this in South Florida. That you could Mm-mm. smell the part, you could smell the greenery, like everything yeah. had this. But, and, and you're just surrounded by it, and everything's in bloom, and you know we were hearing the birds chirping, and it was just one of these. You think, oh, I'm in the city, I'm to see, I'm to hear city noise, and all these things, but it was just, nope. it
3: was yeah, it was. Pretty it, was it was very lovely. peaceful. It was yeah. very peaceful. I found it very peaceful. It's Absolutely. Beautiful. It was the yeah. men-
1: mm-hmm.
3: horn section.
1: Yeah, that um, it's you know it's going back to the 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 way that things smelled there. There is just um, for me that uh, that time of year is like when honeysuckle is at its peak. So like you're just going through these areas. I mean, not only the the area up by the you know the cloisters and and up in Van Cortlandt, but even like heading down uh, towards Rockaway Beach, there was just these huge bushes. Mm-hmm. Up there as you, as you ran down the, um, it was just incredible. You don't get that that. floral smell like you do, uh, you know, down here that you do up there. I think the closest Mm. thing would be like gardenias that we have down here or the Jasmine, but, um, even that's not natural. It's not like a wild plant. It's, you know, it's, so it definitely smells like different, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it is incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because coming into the 40 mile part point of this race, you know, Laguardia, City Fields nearby. How are you feeling coming into forty miles? Oh, that was like
2: a all-star moment. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like Mark and I couldn't believe how how quick we had gotten there. Um, and I was supposed to. My brother was at <clears throat> City Field with a bunch of his friends, and they were going to come fun. out and cheer me on. And we were moving so quickly that we hit there. It was like one o'clock, and they had a four o'clock game. So we were way ahead of schedule, and it just felt. It felt so. It felt so good to be hitting that point. I know for myself, we grabbed a photo, ate some. I mean, I just went to town at that aid station. Oh, and, the rice um, balls. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, I will take these two salty balls and put them in my mouth, and we are going. Like, we, 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 I think Mark and I have that aid station. Stitches, I too. But, um,
1: I too <laughs> put I too their balls in my, ball, in my mouth. <laughs>
2: you. I think. Um. You know. You had. You had. You had pocket balls,
1: I believe. I didn't have pocket balls for a while.
5: No, they
1: had had some some really good
3: steak. They had steak. Alec
4: Baldwin's sweaty balls.
5: (laughs) No, they were they were these
1: rice balls with uh, like rice vinegar, a little bit of seaweed, a little black sesame seed. But it was just Mm. this great flavor, and it was all this like carbohydrate rush. So it was like, yeah, jam them (laughs) balls right in my mouth. <laughs>
2: and, and for the mere cost of just running forty-one miles, you could have those good balls oh. in your mouth. Now
3: that has some good jerky there. I grabbed a couple of baggies of jerky. No balls for me, but I grabbed jerky. <laughs> <No more. laughs> Oh I'm boy. all about the meat. I'm all about okay. the meat. Right.
1: <laughs> That'll be the quote that we put on this someplace. It's like, no. No balls for me, Diane Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: she
3: is all about the meat. <laughs> I'm all about the meat, baby. Give me that protein. Oh,
4: boy. <laughs> oh I told God. you, Joseph, you're going to need to put a warning label on this
3: one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, Sally.
4: <laughs> oh no, they don't. They don't listen to the podcasts. <laughs>
2: Just,
5: they're not allowed
1: Good, to listen please. to this one until they're in. No, no, movie. and May and Maylene's
4: like, babe, I love you, but I'm not listening to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
5: <laughs>
0: well, if obviously 40 miles is very exciting, you know, what was 50 miles like? Because that's that, what that's halfway-ish. You
3: know, Ali Pond cars. <laughs> Algonquin Park was fun. Um, um, one of my friends, a guy that I met <laughs> during my first hundred mileer at twenty sixteen, he lives a block here, so he volunteered and he um, manned that aid station. His name is Jamie, which he's uh, he was a blessing. So. He, it was a last-minute decision for him because he had some other stuff. But last minute, he was able to volunteer. Mm. And once I got there, you know, gave me a big hug. and was like, oh, my God. And he had introduced me to this, these two other guys that from Brooklyn. So I stuck with them. I was still running with them the whole time, so he was super happy. So then later on, he texted me and said, hey, Diane, I'm available if you want me to run at night with you. And he was manning that A station to like seven, and then he came out around mile 68 or something. He caught me on that dirty bridge into the Rockaways. Okay. Ugh. And, um, yeah, it was gross. But he caught me there, and, you know, he took me along for several miles, giving me some bad dad jokes and Jewish jokes. Oh, that's awesome. You know, he, he's Jewish, but, you know, no, no disrespect, but he, he gave me some really... Some really funny Jewish shows, <laughs> which were he kept saying they were corny, and I don't know what it was. I would stop and laugh so hard. I don't know why. <laughs> I was, I was, they were so corny. I would laugh so hard. But I, you know, I love him, and I'm so grateful that he was able to come out and just keep me company and hear me whine and complain about my knee and my feet and whatever else was fucking hurting. But um, but he did that alley pond aid station and it was great because I, I was looking for something different and they had scrambled eggs, which I grabbed a cup and he put a little bit of salt and I ate some scrambled eggs and some potatoes. Because I really, for some reason, I normally eat very well during hundreds and for this race, I barely ate, like I think I lost like three pounds, like mm. so, um, and it Like he kept asking me, Diane, you're eating? I'm like, I'm you know, so I just kept drinking soda. I think that's the that was my source of calories for a long time. It's just like, you know, drinking coke and but it's just nothing was really appetizing me until I got to eighty and I had like two or three cups of soup. And that kinda held me over. But but yeah, going into mile fifty, I think it was you know, my goal was to get there under thirteen hours, which I did. And then downhill from there. <laughs> then it was a real shit show. <laughs>
5: oh.
1: Uh, those guys, you know, um, the Holland aid station for me is uh, its a special place because uh, that's where I, I had to leave the race in shame the first year. Uh, Trying to hobble off into they said, okay, well you can you can walk over to I forget what I think it's Vanderbilt Motor Parkway that's behind there. And uh, you can you can wander over there and, and catch a bus that'll get you back to the subway station that'll get you to the city and uh, so passing that uh, aid station is always puts a smile on my face. But it's also I noticed that it's always the same volunteers there. Um, the the same people that were there in twenty seventeen. Uh, were the same people that were there in twenty twenty two, and and they were there this year again.
3: Oh, that's awesome. That's
1: so really cool that Phil has those volunteers year after year. It's the same mm-hmm. folks, you
3: know. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so it's that's no. Just those really,
3: volunteers were a godsend. Volunteers they really are. Like are. A godsend. Mm-hmm.
4: Every single one of them. There, they were. Yeah, really the good. volunteer team was incredible, and they really, yeah. they really were. And it was it was interesting, like being. um you know, being in New York and meeting all these new people and the volunteers and not really knowing them personally, um, it was it was pretty cool. You know, to just to see how they you know they treated everyone and how I was treated, mm-hmm. and I felt you know I felt like so special, and they had yep. like they had no clue who well, I was just another runner there. And it was really, it was just really awesome. Um, Even though I ended up being called the Miami guy a lot, uh, (laughs) which was was totally cool. Um, But yeah, they were they were amazing. And you know, considering that I basically ran the race, you know, just kind of trying to survive and get to the aid stations, that was uh, I was my primary. you know, source of just survival is just go aid station to aid station.
3: Yeah, and they were pretty straight. They were like five five miles apart for the most part. They were so
4: pretty, they were pretty like light. light. They were pretty light for in the, the beginning, the, but then as the in race the
3: light in the beginning, but after that yeah, after and as the race yeah, picked 40, up then they were like five miles, yeah, which was really great. Which was really great. So what it what
2: it was nice is a lot of them were manned by um, like the local running groups. And I remember, mm-hmm. you know, back when when I was running all the New York Roadrunner races, you've become really familiar with the different running groups. So like I think that mile fifty was um was some of the runners from the front runners running group. And then there was some back in Brooklyn later on were volunteers from the um Prospect Park running group. And you just started Yes, like, I did see
3: Prospect yes. Park runners. Yep. And then you start mm-hmm. to like
2: and and they are so what, what I my takeaway was was they were so impressed and so excited for all of us. Um mm-hmm. and and it's just so it's different for them. But they that the the crew that was at fifty was just spectacular. They all were very good humored and like super positive. And like for me, it was a race of just seeing what I could handle at this point and coming back. And it kept I think you know, I was running second female for so long. And I would come into these aid stations and they would go, you're second female. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. (laughs) But they were so excited for me. And I was like, there's so much of this race left. Um, And actually it wound up messing with my head a little later on, but they were just, I mean, they were just so upbeat and, and just ready for us and wanting to get like whatever needed and those mm-hmm. i think those later eight stations 50 on uh 40 actually 40 on that they, they got a little bit you could tell <laughs> these, these people like really they could they started to feel your pain and they really they
3: were oh yeah
2: i mean i felt mm-hmm. like they were really with me um trying to push me and they were, they're they're trying to get me moving as best as i could and 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 do everything but uh they, it was it was nice because I think again for me being familiar with these running groups and these people um, even felt it felt even closer to home um, even though they were complete strangers. I was like, oh, but this is still a, a dose of familiarity. Um, exactly, these running groups. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so take me into that mile eighty point that you guys were kind of mentioning. You know, you pass through Queens, you got JFK, that Rockaway Beach. You know that yep. was mentioned, and kind of into that. Um, I think it's the Coney Island area. You know how those miles go down.
2: Can we just mm. talk about? I think Diane mentioned it. The bridge into the uh, over the Rockaways, whatever, oh, was, whatever.
3: Uh, mile, ad- ad- Abadabo, oh, Abadabo,
1: the, Ado- yeah. the Adabo Bridge. Yeah. Oh,
3: oh, let's call it. Awful. Diane was right. It is trash bridge. I yeah, awesome. I almost cried. I wanted to cry because I was just like, what is this? Like, I don't, I didn't understand like, that was- why. Yeah. So much garbage. garbage garbage it
2: was the most epically long bridge it felt like we were going
3: another it must have been like 2 miles right uh, it, it was, was it was know. the it bridge that, that
2: broke my soul
3: and It was i was mean,
2: disgusting. Yeah, I,
1: it was I, really gross it, it smelled too it was like yeah. Yeah. no it was <laughs> awful it
3: was awful like i just didn't understand like you know, people take your fucking garbage. Like, Oh, it was and, and You want a
2: toaster oven? You could probably have found a toaster oven out there. Oh, you, you want me. a like a yes. girl's barrette? It was probably, air
3: air was <laughs> probably <laughs> an air fryer. It was air fryer for the fish. It was. You,
2: so y- you need an extra piece of clothing because it's getting chilly down oh. by the water You had your pick. It was. I should
4: have. I should have, man. I didn't oh. have any clothing. Then you
3: really would. Then you really would have got gonorrhea and stuff. <laughs> 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 God, I was, it was not a,
2: eating the, the uncrustables off of that bridge.
3: No, <laughs> uh, 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 no, it was bad. It was bad, and that was that was after sixty five. It was yeah, 65. that was somewhere it was yeah, success. and those the deep because dark that's terrible miles. I was <laughs> alone for a little bit, and then I had some girls catch up, and Michael Ortiz that's also from Brooklyn that we caught him sleeping. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Like, can you get like. I, I don't see him for miles. I don't know if you guys know Michael Ortiz. Like, he runs a whole bunch of hundreds all over the world, too. And he kept ah, that him sleeping. Familiar.
2: Lewis, does that sound familiar
3: to you? Yeah. Michael Ortiz? Yeah, Michael Ortiz. <laughs> he was sleeping at mile 65.
5: He's a man. And the, girls,
3: He's a... the girls behind me like, come on, Mike, let's go. <laughs> I, I woke think... him up and dragged him. Mark, Mark said
2: something. He said, we're going to find Michael Ortiz sleeping somewhere on this course. Uh, well, I time. found
3: him. I, he does. I found he, him at 65. Always does. <laughs> I found him
1: sleeping, standing straight up at Long <laughs> Hall last year. Standing in that there's that pile of sand just before you get into the Hall of Pines or whatever it was. And he's standing there just like uh, looking at him. I'm like, Mike, are you Okay. <laughs> Mike and I look and I'm like he's fast asleep standing straight up. I'm like I've never seen that shit before.
3: You Damn, know, we love you, we love you, Michael.
1: you Mike. <laughs> That's it. Michael is the man. I got to share some miles with him in Van Cortland while he was awake, and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he was. He's always – no, he's just such a nice guy, and he's just such he a is. positive person. Super you know? super sweet,
3: super yeah. sweet. super well, nice Well, we guy. were waiting. Amy and I were waiting for him in the morning with charges yeah. for the phone. And he, we take yeah. off. When the race took off, he's literally standing with his race shirt like he had just gotten there, like two minutes before the race starts. Yep. And I'm like, what the <laughs> – Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Sorry,
2: you can't charge your chorus. I have the charger. You can get it up at at mile 60. Oh my! God. Like,
3: I
5: I'm fine.
3: You I'm fine. Oh my god! I'm surprised. I was I was glad to see that he finished. I wasn't DFL, but he was. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh my god!" I was afraid because then we lost him again. I'm like, "Where the hell is Mike? Did he go back to sleep?" But you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, those miles 60, 70. I don't know. I, I early on, I never, ever, ever in my life had knee pain. And I felt like something was pulling behind my knee. And, and that was like before, <laughs> like around mile 50, or it was early. And it was just like, what the hell is going on? And you know, the more I try to run, the more it hurt, the more it pulled. And then it would kind of lock. Like, I felt like I needed somebody to just, like, pull my leg and crack it and pull the knee, which I have nobody at the time. But it just – and I think all the walk, extra walking I did, then just messed up my ankles and my feet even more because I'm not used to walking so much. So by the time I get Jamie to come and join me around 68, I'm just, like, you know – I'm, I'm already frustrated because I'm walking too much. I'm trying to run, and I can't because it hurt. And, you know, he just heard me whine and complain the whole time. But then by the time the knee pain went away, then, you know, now my feet and my ankle hurt because I, <laughs> I was walking too much. And I'm just like, you know, I can't win. I'm just like, whatever. It was It is what it is. But, you know, I, I pushed through. Yeah, whatever. Shit show.
1: When I got to Rockaway Beach, it was pretty cool because there was a, there was a, they were just starting an EDM, you know, electronic dance music concert there.
5: Yeah, and man, I, I was that. like,
1: all of a sudden, <laughs> for slow. I, I was just like, I got there. And it was like, it was like kicked off and I was like, man, this guy's really good. And so I actually was, you know, organizing something in my pack and listened to it for about a second and then went on my way. But it was, uh, that was another cool facet of, you know, one of those cool things that just happened on the, on the, uh, trip.
4: When I got, uh, when I got out of there and I got on fourth Ave in Brooklyn, um, uh, the time that I was going through it, it was, uh, it was pretty colorful and active. It was uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of people coming out of the bars and stuff. And like, um, there was a bunch of scraps going down, people just screaming at each other. Um, yeah it was pretty it was pretty i was going
3: there in the morning it was early morning and i was just like oh i i i kind of hated fourth avenue wasn't that like a long long descent like i'm like why are we going down for so long i was annoyed
4: you know i don't <laughs> know i found i found fourth Ave super entertaining
3: it well was... by the time i was i was going there in the morning so it was quiet people were like the normal people were opening up their doors <laughs> but i was just trying to stay on the bike lane because i hate running on sidewalks and that descent i was just like god where where are we like uh, i don't know i i guess i was just by that by then i was just my mind was somewhere else i I hated it i I hated every moment of it (laughs) oh wow i had a
1: i had an experience on fourth ave that you know uh maybe of some entertainment value <laughs> um I was running along and uh I had to go to the bathroom and oh, like running past bathroom. McDonald's McDonald's is closed KFC's closed everything was closed uh and every deli that I went into didn't have like a bathroom and you know so I finally like I'm running along and there's this Wendy's that looks closed and they, it turns out that they're renovating it and uh behind it there's these two shipping containers in the parking lot and right, <laughs> right between those two shipping containers, there was a mark size space. <laughs> so I kind of backed myself in there. So you know, you might notice in my in my starting line pictures that I had a Keys one hundred buff on. Uh, that oh. in finish line picture, I'm not wearing
5: buff.
4: And oh, uh, you
5: know. <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
4: oh shit! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah because fourth street you know coming through brooklyn eventually that takes you down to um uh, i can't remember the name Burl
3: of the borough hall, hall. Oh, yeah there, hall.
2: so that was my old hood for so long i moved from right there my brother lived on union i lived right down the street court street was my street and mm. borough hall was where i would <laughs> get my bus and take my train into the city i hit fourth avenue and i started texting my brother who was at in another area of Brooklyn after the after they'd finished the Mets game and was at a bar in Greenpoint and he's like, Everybody's cheering you on. We're all gonna come out and join you. And I'm clipping through mile like the blocks on Fourth and he, And I'm like, I'm about to turn down Union. You're missing me. He 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 jumps in a lift and met me on court at the trader joe's that we had gone like had been there when that store opened and had shopped there and it was like one of these moments where i'm meeting my big brother um where he still lives over there and where i moved across the country back to new york and slept on his couch as an adult you know we had so many memories there so to hit union And I used to train all the time, run from Prospect Park down Union back to Red Hook where I lived. And my mom grew up in the housing projects that are right there over the Gowanus as well. So it was like this perfect moment. And my brother just winds up meeting me coming down court. We run over to Borough Hall to do the final check-in past a a girl running, a woman running there. And I, I go to my brother, we're gonna check in real quick. We're gonna grab something to eat. We're gonna hit this bridge. We get to Borough Hall. I'm like, all right, I watermelon, me number thirty five. Let's go. I turn around. My brother is sitting on the ground at Borough Hall, stretching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Get up. We're going. Like, um, I, I was like, there's no, there ain't no time for stretching. This is, this is where we're, 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 we're tackling. This is it. I'm this is
5: it. This is it.
2: But, but those. For me, that was like, oh, uh, this is, this is, I'm on my turf. And we then passed another, another female on the bridge. And I, and my brother goes, do you want to know where you're, what place you're running? And I was like, fuck no. But is she still behind me? Can you see her? No.
5: <laughs> <Yes>? <laughs> we're
2: hauling ass right now. We're making up. We're, we're, we're going to do this. And, um, but those, those, I had some real troublesome miles. I always do between. Um, the 100k point and 75 it's like always my demons come creeping out I put Mm. in I called my husband I called my brother we had the bar Greenpoint cheered me on all this stuff and then uh, somehow at 80 like crept my way out of it and then was on cruise through my old hood and it just like brought me back to life and it was some of those miles of like this is this is where I've put in so many training miles over the years. It um, was like pretty awesome for me. And then uh, having my big brother, who ha- hasn't run more than four miles in five years, uh, yeah. uh, come run me in was pretty, pretty special there. So it was like a crazy trip down memory lane.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, because the Brooklyn Bridge is like mile 95, and then it's just centered to Lafayette to the finish, right? Those final five miles.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yep, and that's when it gets real wild. I mean, this is the beauty of New York City, right? Like, bars don't let out till 4 a.m., yeah,
5: everything's open, mm-hmm. so you're going
2: through Soho and Astor Place, and what like all these awesome things are going on. And we're <laughs> clipping through lines, people getting into clubs, seeing wild things going on. I mean, it was just for me it was it was it was just like, oh, this it really is the city that doesn't sleep after coming out of like some really quiet.
3: Exactly. Miles you know, I saw of- people with their babies and strollers at two in the morning. I'm like, what are you? Don't doing? Judge. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Go to sleep. Take that kid home. <laughs>
4: take that baby home. Take <laughs> that
3: baby. It drove me crazy. It drove me crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah. So take me into the finish line. You know how those final miles go. Oh, God, don't. Oh, uh, that's
1: that's uh, <laughs> the part. I you know I was coming up and I was walking most of the most of Lower Manhattan from like say. Uh, where the clubs were, Little Italy, that area. I was walking a lot of that. Um, just felt really depleted, and then mm-hmm. I hit the um, I hit the square next to the Flatiron Building, and I sat there and I looked over at it and I just realized that I was really, really close at that point. It kind of dawned on me. Oh shit! I can run there from here, and uh, so I ran it. I ran it in.
4: And, uh... Yeah, no, it was. It was for me. Um, you know, my race. Um, from a race standpoint and, and like a performance standpoint, it wasn't, it wasn't really very good and that was fine. Um, but I, um, when I finally got on the Brooklyn bridge, you know, and I, and, and kind of, you know, knowing a little bit of the course and just knowing Brooklyn bridge is about mile 95 and whatnot, you know, um, I was the, the irony was like, man, it kind of sucks that like Brooklyn Bridge is ninety five, and that would be really cool to catch sunrise on the bridge. And I'm like, well, you know, hopefully, if I if I reach my race goals, you know, that's not going to happen. But it turns out, you know, it wasn't a it wasn't a phenomenal race or race time. I get to the Brooklyn Bridge, and that kind of all like melted away. And I was like, sunrise on the Brooklyn Bridge, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally
5: Absolutely. worth it, totally. Absolutely
4: totally freaking worth it and it was and I got some you know epic pictures and video on there and um and then again you know like kind of all the feels kind of came rushing over again and um and it was just so beautiful and at that point I could care less about like anything in terms of you know like time or pace or whatever it just you know, everything just felt perfect, and uh, I was just kind of taking it all in. And, you know, once I got off the bridge, those last few miles in Manhattan, it was sort of the same old, you know, I was just like, man, this this was awesome. You know, and I was just really, uh, you know, just a nice uh, – Slow finish through the city and, and and just kind of reflecting on it all and and just really grateful for the opportunity mm-hmm. and um and yeah no it was it was great. Well,
3: yeah. I I was I was chasing cutoff time, so <laughs> it was um it was, it was quite, quite a quite a, quite like Once I got to ninety five, is when out. I screwed everything up and. I had the volunteers tell me, make a left here and a right there. And then when I get to that intersection, I'm like, did they say left? Did they say right? Like, if you look at, if you zoom in on my Strava, I had to zoom in. I I was going around in circles and circles. And I just had, I, I couldn't think. And I'm like, where's the bridge? I can't find the bridge. I can't, you know, it was just my brain. And, you know, so I, some major screw-ups happened. And once I got over the hump and... You know, I'm coming down, and but I still don't know, because now I'm already way over the 100 miles, and I have no idea how far I am. Mr. Luis Coco here um, gives me a call and says, Diane, where are you? And I said, I got 5% on my phone. You need to tell me how much more I have, because, I, you know, like, I don't, you know, I have less than an hour, and I don't know where I'm at. Then he calls me back. He says, Diane, you have two and a half miles. You have 53 minutes. You can do this. And I'm like, shit, now I got to fucking run. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm like, that means I got to do like a shuffle, you know? And, and just in my brain, like I knew like pace-wise I could, do, you know, but it's just like your numbers just get all mumble jumbled. And I'm just like, because I kept saying, if I could just keep the 17-minute mile, you know, par walk I'm doing, I'm fine. But then, you know, technically I could have done a 22-minute mile. I was still fine. But in my brain I, I I was I wasn't. Like I was just like I'm I'm, you know, and at one point, like I literally was just standing there and I said, like, Okay, I'm done. I'm not gonna make it. I don't wanna do this anymore. <laughs> you know, and I you know, and Luis did call me twice and he said, Diane, you got this, keep moving and you know, once I got there and somebody, there was a couple, they clapped and they said, you're almost there. They're like, a, I don't even know who they were. And they just said, it's just right there where the H&M is. And I get there and I'm just, stand, I'm like, am I here? Did I make it? <laughs> you know, like, and they then they all start like clapping. I'm just like, and I just like put my hands in my face and I just literally had a major meltdown because I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, like this was just ridiculous. Like, you know. So I don't even I didn't even know my time at the moment I get my because everything was dead I get my buckle I didn't take a picture I was just my brain was just, you know, one of the guys that I was had been running with the whole time that I hadn't seen for hours he had just came in three minutes before me, you know, he came he gave me a hug he's like Diane you're okay you're okay you made it I was just like I don't know I don't know if I made it. You know, so it was, it was, it was quite a moment, you know, but now I have to leave, get my drop bag. I have no phone. And I'm like, where am I going? You know, and my phone wouldn't, I went to the hotel room for some reason, the cable must have broken, like it wouldn't charge. And then I took a deep breath, and I said, okay, I'm getting on this train, and I'm going back to the Lower east side. (laughs) And I made it back, you know, and I was supposed to call my girlfriend, because she said, Diane, just call me, because she's literally like 30 minutes away, two and a half miles away. And she said she would come to the finish line, but I had no phone, no nothing. And once I got back to her house, you know, I I get off Grand Central, and and I remember she said the 14D, I got to take the bus like four stops. I get on the bus, and I'm going the opposite way. I'm like, fuck. So I got to get off the bus and walk all the way back to Union Square, let, you know, like shuffle like like a turtle, and get to Union Square. I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. And I see a Popeye, and I go into Popeye's, which I never eat. And I bought a Coke, and I said, can I get a you know, piece of fried chicken. <laughs> I <laughs> took I took my greasy piece of chicken and I now I see the bus coming and I'm like rushing to the bus and I yes! bus with this Coca-Cola <laughs> and this greasy chicken and I was just like it was like glory. I was nice. like, oh my God. All this I ate all the grease and all the fat. I was literally sucking on the bones like I don't know who was watching me. <laughs> They're like, what's wrong with this woman? We think she might be homeless. We're not I'm sure. I'm like, I probably stunk like shit. Like, who knows? Oh my I, god. I get off the I get off the bus. I made it my way to my girlfriend's house. When I knock on the door, she's like, Dee oh my god, you're alive. And I'm like, I'm so tired. <laughs> And you she's know, like so... she's
1: like the hose the hose is right over there by the
3: garage. <laughs> oh she's yeah. Like, she's like, Oh, because well, I know I, I did tell her, get me a chair. You don't want me sitting on your couch. Like <laughs> sat on a regular chair while I kind of just try to take everything off and try to figure out how to get in the shower. <laughs> oh yeah. And and then slept for like three hours until I got back up. But yeah. It was it, it was a different finish line for me because normally, you know, I'm always I'm the upbeat one and take pictures and do this and do that. And I had none of that. Like I I have that one picture that somebody took of me taking my sunglasses off and I'm like melting in a meltdown. So, you know, but I guess that's, that's what it's about, you know. It, it That's was
2: exactly
1: what it's about. There,
3: it was.
2: It was weird because it's like the, the finish line is not in Times Square. You know exactly where it is. But I said to my brother as he's running, I'm like, I'm not really sure where this finish line really is. Like, yeah, I didn't.
3: I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> see, you're like
2: running, and we're like, I'm running through traffic, trying to get, just keep my legs moving those last couple of miles. I I said to my brother, "Is like we're just gonna." We hit, like, 14th Street, and I was like, we're just going to try to, like, keep moving through all these streets. He's like, do you want me to stop traffic? I was like, no. And then I was like, go stop traffic. <laughs> um, and we, we get we get to the finish line, and he, like, runs ahead of me to, like, take a video and get some photos. And, and, and it feels almost so – it's climatic and anticlimactic at the same time because you're in this amazing, like – place of times square and yet you're just running over the street into like mm-hmm. a construction site essentially where and everybody's yeah, just exactly. kind of standing around uh, oh. and then they were like well if you need your uh, drop bag you can go up to this creepy <laughs> hotel <laughs> room where you have five people sleeping in one bed and there's bags all over the room and it <laughs> like a hot piece of ass in here and not the good type and it was just it I mean, I. I constantly- it was just
3: so. It was so laid back, like so. Yeah. Like, eh, go get your drop bag. It's up there.
2: Yeah. We were with this guy in blue, <laughs> blue shiny tights. He's gonna walk you across. He's probably been Oh, yes, him, yes. Right? Blue <laughs> tight. He, he was amazing.
5: Yeah. I. Don't
2: know. I, I- I I, I wound up crossing the the finish line and and I see this gentleman who had been running with Mark and I earlier and I watched him struggle and he had watched me struggle and I saw him and I gave him a big hug and at one point in the race he looked at me and said I'm done Amy I'm I'm not going any further and I was like yeah you can go further you can do this and I think we were down on the Rockaways we were in Brighton Beach we were somewhere on a boardwalk at that point and I was so happy to see him and we wound up having this, this hug and this is after I had told Mark that I was really happy to lose him at one point because he had like paparazzi with him. But, um, we see him at the finish line, have this emotional moment. My brother is taking a video of me. I take out the, my buckle and we finish on father's day and my dad passed away. Um, not too long ago, um, a few years ago. And, uh, I start saying to my brother, this is for our dad. I just like, oh, that was awesome. it. I just, yeah. had this, I just, I couldn't hold it together. My brother couldn't hold it together. That's awesome. And, wow. and it was just, because like my dad yes. loved it and that was it. He, he he loved me running. He loved seeing me in New York running and he would have loved this. And, and that was like through all the tough, rough moments, um, I kept thinking about my dad and like parts of like, again, like like that memory tunnel and people, you know, who had been in other positions and uh, like I, Karen down in Miami wrote us something on Facebook to me just to run strong. And I just kept that in my mind and was running like my coach, Lisa, kept saying, you know, just run strong and have fun and be happy. And then we crossed that finish line and had this moment and brought my dad and it was just like the emotional release. And wow. then like, that that was the finish line. Like d- d- despite this like whole adventure and all the ups <clears> and downs <throat> and this like kind of mediocre, we hit the finish line. It was like, oof, my brother there, this moment. And then uh, yeah, that moment happened. And I said, let's get a cab. I need to sit down, and my brother goes, "Do you want to walk to Bryant Park and sit in the park?" And I was like, "Oh fuck no!" <laughs> <laughs>
3: was, Are you crazy?
2: Oh, give like, get me a cab, dude. <laughs> that's what oh I want to god. sit down in a damn park at four AM. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, we held it together as a nice sibling duo for long enough, and <laughs> all these moments, but but that's it. Like that. That was for me that that race and that finish line was like all of this stuff wound up in one and um I think it was just pretty pretty special and incredible and then I went and had fever dreams and had a wild fever all night and woke up uh three hours later I guess Sunday morning whenever it was sick as a fucking dog (laughs)
0: oh my god and that's a big thing because you know you literally just ran around new york city well the important parts anyway we left out Staten.
3: Island. <laughs> it doesn't matter they don't count
1: the Veriz- yeah. Veriz- we went
3: under the verrazano bridge yeah that's close that's enough close. we got to that's look close at it. that's you close, close it. enough you that's could smell enough. it you could smell it oh i have a story about after that verrazano Veriz- Veriz- bridge um I had to pee so bad. Jesus Christ, I had to pee. Wow. It, was, it was so painful. And, you know, it, it, there's nowhere. Like you're, nowhere and it I, I'm in, I, And I'm in daylight. It's even worse. It's, it's not like I was like just squat, hot. you know, in a corner. And as soon as you turn off that p- pathway, wherever we were, where the Verrazano is, there was four porta-potties. And I was just like, oh, my God. There's porta-potties. I couldn't believe it. But they were three of them were locked. One of them was open and I just like took a deep breath and I opened it. I was like, okay, nothing smells. However, the, I don't know what the hell, like it it almost is like they threw so much paper, so much paper, so much paper, everything was up to the top. So there was really no way for me to like, kind of like squat or something like, so, a little bit of TMI right here. So, I try to hold on and squat, and hopefully, my pee falls on that paper or whatever's going on on that porta potty. And all I feel is the pee coming down my legs.
5: Oh, God. And I was just
3: like, holy crap. And I'm trying to move, and I move, and then I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. So, I just moved to the side and I just finished peeing on the floor. And thank God they had hand sanitizer and napkins, and I just <laughs> cleaned myself up and the and then I walk out and I made sure nobody was there to see the mess. <laughs> Not that the toilet was a mess, but I left the mess on the floor, and I just like <laughs> ran away so nobody was see. <laughs> You truly were a homeless woman on the bus. Later. I was, and I'm like, oh my! God. I wanted to cry because I'm like, I'm like, why is my peanut falling on this toilet it's on my leg? Oh, jeez. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, how the hell? I like, I just can't. So that yeah, that, that was a
2: rough spot. I definitely. Yeah, was, definitely it was
3: it was um. Yeah stupid fucking pee but whatever <laughs> <laughs> i cleaned my legs. i cleaned my legs. the hand sanitizer and my socks. thank god the pee didn't get in my sneakers it was good thing <laughs> what
4: a what a glamorous sport we do
5: we do Jesus christ cool. at least cool. i don't have
3: to poop between two garbage containers or something. hey you know what
1: <laughs> i got the i got the job done you know and and that's all that matters
3: Thank
1: God, there was, no, there was no number
3: twos for me. Thank God.
1: <laughs> there usually isn't for me either. That's why I was. Yeah, it is, I thank
3: I'm, God because I I think I would have probably died.
1: I I, yeah, I was feeling like pretty desperate at some point. I'm like, man, I could probably do a squat between two cars, but you know.
3: oh my God!
5: But then everybody's got
1: cameras now. You know, it's like you know, I don't want to be on. Yeah,
3: America's funniest like home you'll poopers, like or no you know, something more like more. that.
5: <laughs> right.
0: Oh <laughs> God. and i guess you know Share
3: that one joseph
0: <laughs> and i guess you know i was like you got that belt buckle you know i guess we could close it out with you know what was the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> for, <laughs> the, <laughs> for the tg and why
3: i just said my ugly <laughs> Who's starting am i starting the good is I' um, I loved every every moment of it it was it was a beautiful experience just to run through the streets that I grew up in and um the bad you know I I wasn't probably not as trained I, I'm not as trained as I, I as I want to and not as strong as I was two years ago however you know that was just it is what it is and you know, the ugly, you know, whatever. I peed my legs, my knee hurts, my feet hurts, whatever. (laughs) I chased the cutoff. I was last female, but not DFL. There was four guys behind me. So, um, but hey, I got my buckle. It's all that matters, I guess. Yeah, you got it done. Um, My next hundred, hopefully I'm not chasing, um, cutoffs like that. It's, it's, it's thrilling sometimes, but it's just not fun <laughs> I'm like, It's just yeah, that's not what I sign up for like i I like to be strong and I like to have a good experience but it, but it was it was beautiful i I enjoyed it all i I loved every minute of it, so everything else comes along with running hundred miles. you're gonna hurt you know if it wasn't if it wasn't if it didn't hurt, everybody would do it so. But
4: yep, that's it for me. Yeah for me uh, you know the good like it, you know it was all good. I had a, I had an amazing experience in just being in New York City and getting the opportunity um, and just running that course uh, and just just all of it really um, the sights, the sounds, the smells, you know the, the from the really nice stuff to the not so nice stuff it's just all what makes up you know new york city and it's all kind of part of that it's a it's an intricate you know fabric that uh makes unique uh makes new york so unique and i guess the, you know the bad and the ugly just for me was just um my little struggles with the uh the ironic struggles with some of the directions and following the
5: mm-hmm.
4: following the arrows you know Beautiful. and kind of getting you know, not frustrated with the with the course and the race because that's what it is and that's part of the challenge. But more, you know, with myself when I was like messing up or stalling out. Um, but other than that, you know, it was it was pretty epic. so well, good
1: for me was the, definitely the pace that I was able to hold the whole day, um, feeling good the whole day, uh, feeling like I got my nutrition right. Um, that was the best part. The bad was trying to find those arrows every once in a while and getting <laughs> off track. And, and certainly the ugly happened between two shipping containers. So, um, <laughs> so that's, that's that, that's that part of it.
2: Um, so my good, I, I mean, for me is a way, I, my, my goal was to finish this race in one piece and test out my half Make sure it wasn't injured any longer. So um, clearly finished and had a race that was pretty pretty awesome and spent a good amount of time with Mark, um, and that was really quite a highlight to be able to share those miles together. Um, the bad certainly letting the dark thoughts and the math and uh, some things enter my head that I didn't need and I, I know better than to let that become, get the better of me. And I think the ugly happened uh, about 10 blocks from the finish line when I decided it was appropriate for me to pick a fight with a bunch of uh, dudes leaving a bar that said, hey, are you about to go for a run? And I said, fuck you, I'm about to finish 100 miles. What's it
4: doing <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Nice. And um, my brother said, oh shit, you're going to get beat up right now, and uh, we rolled out. So I could probably be done without that, but um, those, are, those are mine.
5: <laughs> nice.
2: Fuckity fuck, we did it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well oh, hey y'all. This was fucking awesome.
5: <laughs> there you go, Joseph. We've converted him.
1: We fucking converted him. Oh
5: yeah. Joe, oh, thanks for thank you for that.
1: I think you're an honorary New Yorker
5: at this point. That's it. You know. Oh yeah. We've got to run
4: it. Yeah man. Well thank you, uh thanks for putting this together, Joseph. And um Congrats again, Mark, Diane, Amy. It was uh, it was pretty awesome, and I uh, will catch you guys soon. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Thank you, Joe, sir. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Good one. Congrats to all of you again, and hopefully we see each other. Yes. Come out to do your race, Diane. Oh. Oh yes. You gotta come to my race. Louise, Coco, and I are yes. For backwater on Sunday. Backwater
4: <laughs> all right all right guys have a good night take bye. care okay, have a
3: good night bye.
0: bye and there we have it for these stories from the tgny a raw uncut version of you know how those miles went down for mark lewis amy ray and diane such a cool adventure and hey until next time happy trails